David, Happy New Year. Happy New Year? Are you kidding me? You realize how difficult 2020 has been with the virus that started in China back in January a year ago? And then by March, everything was happening so quickly, it seemed as if the world was changing not by the day, but by the hour with the, the coronavirus just spreading so quickly. And then, and then by mid-March, we had to close down the church. And what a difficult and disappointing thing that was. And we've had to deal with all that. So 2020, Happy New Year for the next year? I don't know. Now, David, take it easy. Because like all difficult times, we learn lessons that we will carry from those difficult times into the future. But our future holds hope. We have a vaccine now. We actually have two vaccines now with more to come. And they will eventually get this pandemic under control as long as we all use them. But that's the subject of real hope as a result of all of this. Well, I know the vaccine is coming and it's available, but it's going to be a while till we can all get it. And, uh, you know, the coronavirus just keeps spiking and spreading. And there's, oh, you know, there's been so much confusion about things. And from the very beginning, there was confusion about surfaces. And now we know surfaces aren't the big spreader. Um, and that masks uh, are important. And it was even hard to get PPP. And, you know, ventilators were in short supply, hand sanitizer, and even toilet paper was in short supply. Well, I know that's a hot topic is toilet paper. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, once again, the lessons we have learned, we know a lot more about this virus and how it is spread. And again, I think it's going to come under control. And one of the biggest things, once it gets under control, is that businesses will begin to reopen again, and our economy will start growing again. And I could even take you and Michelle out to dinner, and we'll eat inside a restaurant. Okay, well, that would be great, but right now we can't. And I think back to this past year and how as the election was heating up, um, it became clear that Americans were more like enemies pitted against each other than recognizing that we're all on the same side, just with differing viewpoints. And uh, that's been difficult, and I don't see that divide getting uh, healed anytime soon. I mean, think about it. Just wearing a mask became uh, emblematic of, of how divided we were as a country and still seem to be, uh, you know, with, with people still flying in the face of all this stuff that we know about, about what's happened. Again, Dave, the election is over, and I hope that peace will begin to come to our country and that the problems we have in this country will begin to get resolved and that, most importantly, people will come together. And most importantly about people coming together is the fact that we will come together in person as a church in the next year. And instead of sitting here staring at an empty sanctuary, we will have people in the sanctuary. And I, and I know you, and I know all of you are really looking forward to that day. And I do believe it will come in the next year. Okay. Okay. I get that we have a lot to look forward to in uh, this coming year of 2021. But we have to admit, 2020 has been one of the worst years we've ever had to live through. 
Well, David, there have been difficult times throughout history. And if you look at the Bible times, and specifically the New Testament, and specifically the life of Jesus, there were famines, there were wars, and Israel at that time was ruled by Rome, and that was a very difficult time. But let's move it up forward to time in the United States. The Spanish flu raged from 1918 to 1919, and there were over 500 to 650,000 deaths. Then we have World War I and World War II that wreaked havoc all across the globe. And, of course, here in the United States, we had the Great Depression, which literally drove people from their homes, did not have jobs, had soup kitchen lines, there was malnourishment, there was disease. So while this year was bad, it's far from the first time that we've had really hard times. Well, you're right, Michael, and I appreciate that historical perspective. Um, and the Christian story, uh, what's so beautiful about the Christian story is it pulls us out of our own little personal stories to a much larger story that lets us know about God's love for all people in all times. And the month of December has been helping us to see that as we've gone through the Advent and Christmas season. The Christmas story is actually the beginning of the Christian year. And so each year when we come to Advent, it's the beginning of a new year and we start all over again. And the same thing is true for us in a calendar year. And so this moment in time gives us a chance to look ahead because it's a time to start over. And that's, that's very important for us as a people of hope. And even though uh, I've been a little bit waxing discouragingly about the past year, we are truly a people of hope. So um, we have to ask ourselves then, will this be a happy new year? And what is happiness, really? Happiness is when we grow up, we realize it isn't about all the gifts that we get at Christmas time. That's not what happiness is. Happiness is, uh, it's bigger than that. It's, it's sharing love with others. And it's not just about my happiness. It's, it's deeper than that. It's about sharing love with others. And it's not just about family. It's higher than that. It's, it's about love for others through giving and through serving. Mother Teresa put it this way. The password of the early Christians was joy. So let us still serve the Lord with joy. Joy is love. Joy is prayer. Joy is strength. God loves a person who gives joyfully, and if you give joyfully, you always give more. A joyful heart is the result of a heart burning with love for God. Works of love are always works of joy. And she concludes, we don't need to look for happiness. If we have love for others, we will be given it. Love is a gift of God. You see, joy and true happiness transcend being happy and up in the moment. Happiness is elusive, Michael. I agree. I like to say that happiness is fickle. <laughs> and the 
example that I use is a friend. A friend comes up and says, you know, I like you, or says, I like what you did. And that is great, and it makes you feel good. But as we all know, the next day, the next week, the next month, that friend may come and say, you know, I didn't really like what you did. So happiness is fickle. But I'd like to read something from an unknown author dealing with the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness happens to us, even though we may seek it, desire it, pursue it. Feeling happiness is not a choice we make. Joy, on the other hand, is a choice purposely made. Joy is an attitude of the heart and the spirit present inside us, an untapped reservoir of potential through God, through Jesus Christ. I think that is what true joy is, and joy is available to us all. Happy New Year, David, and I hope your year is joy-filled. And I say that to you not as a statement, but as a prayer. And Happy New Year to you too, Michael. A new year filled with joy. Because we have each other. And we have the neighborhood church. And we have our faith. A faith that is firmly rooted in God. And so we draw from our scripture text for today, the one you read from Revelation. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See? The home of God is among mortals. God will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things, all things new. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. And regardless of what happens, Michael, God will see us through. God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. No matter what. No matter what. Always. Always. Amen.